and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated Sunday evening services with Pastor Bernard L. Wells. We are now located at 35 South Milltown Road, Nanyworth, New York, 10954 on third floor. Wednesday evening Bible study, 8.15 p.m. Sunday evening services, 5.15 p.m. Communion service every third Sunday following service. You can watch our full Sunday messages on YouTube at PastorBWell.com. Also, Twitter at Tabernacle underscore INT. I believe Twitter is now for X. Or listen to our podcast, TabernaclePodcast.org. That's TabernaclePodcast.org. You can support the ministry through prayer and giving. We would appreciate you supporting the ministry. Um, so we'd be able to, you know, send, uh, give God's message, um, help others um, with his message, um, you know, just give through giving and prayer. We'll be able to uh, uh, preach the word of God and others will be able to see it on the different platforms that we use. Amen? And we also, you can also support it. You can send to PayPal, PayPal.me forward slash tabernacle inc cash app pastor BL Wells. There's so many avenues um, to give. Um, and also you can visit our website, tabernacle of deliverance inc.org. That's tabernacle of deliverance inc.org. And once again, you can leave a prayer request, testimony, become a partner with us. Become a partner. Amen. So we're going to begin with a word of prayer. Uh, we have a new system that we're using, and um, you know, it's going to take it's take just a little time to get it uh, started up. Amen. We're going to begin with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for another day that you've given us. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We ask you to forgive us for our sins. Lord, we ask you to cleanse our heart. Cleanse our heart. Oh, Lord, from the things that we should not do, from the things that we're doing, oh God, from the even the secrets that others don't see us doing, but you do, oh God, those secret sins. We thank you. We give your name the honor, glory, and the praise, oh God. We thank you on today, oh God, for the pastor, for that pastor Bernard Wells. Oh Lord, that you will continue to give him the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to bring forth your word, and he may be able to give it and preach it unto others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So our song, we're going to begin with What a Mighty God We Serve. Who knows what a mighty God we serve? What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him.
You 
I got to do a teaching on holiness again. 
because people don't seem to know what holiness is. Let's go to Psalm chapter 4. <laughs> Psalm chapter 4 and verse 2. Psalm chapter 4. We as people claim to all oh, our love of Jesus and moved away from the gospel. We're caught up in everything but the gospel. We're trying to keep people with the world while the world is trying to find us. The world is trying to find us, but we too many trying to do what they do, so we can't show them what to do. Psalm 42 said, O ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after Lucy? Look at that earth. This is what's really going on in there. Oh, sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? Amen. How long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity, foolishness, nonsense? Stop having no glorification. Stop that, stuff that won't get you to heaven. Stop that won't give you eternal life. Stop that tears you down. Not build you up. <coughs> How long will you love vanity? <coughs> oh, ye sons of men. How long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you pervert the gospel to satisfy your corrupt master self? How long will you turn to sanctify things that are unclean things? How long will you reject the gospel? Today, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not even preached in some church, many churches, not some. The gospel of Jesus Christ is a death, burial, resurrection, and return. Not how to obtain success. See, if you really read the Bible, you're going to find that the Bible already tells you how to obtain success. People run around prophets that talk about blessedness and blessedness and God is going to bless you. God is going to do this for you and God is going to do that for you and God is going to do other for you. And they don't talk about but it's all that ain't the word of God. I get three weeks to five and I'm being blessed. I use 27 scriptures. And I want to know There's hundreds and hundreds of scriptures about being blessed by God. Right in the word. But we come, we got ancient air, and we need some fast money. So we're going to go to some preacher that's going to prophesy to us because that's what we want to hear. Of course, it's going to tell you what you want to hear. If you want to hear if you want to obtain $10,000, he's going to tell you that you're going to get $10,000, Mary. Sister Kimberly, you're going to get $25,000. You give me $100. i am going to pray a special prayer for you. And he knows himself. He had no power to give you $25,000. Amen. He just told me it's your country. <laughs> he said, I've been to a service. Well, the preacher was running around telling everybody to give me, don't, don't, what did he say? Just sign check. My wife would be a witness. 
shack. Just clean the plug and I'll fill it in. I'm not going to get no chicken to fill it in. <laughs> the pastor that did the service was so upset after. When I talked to him, he said, This man come here going over here to tell people to take a hold of my church. And I got stuck with him. I had to give him money. I said, That's what you get for a <laughs> The Bible said we don't know it by the proofs that they made. When you want quick money, you're going to get quick problems. And it's going to cost you money. Quick want money costs quick get money. Look at your scriptures and oh ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? This is why people really don't want to go to church. Because they think it's a scam. I'm going to be truthful with a lot of churches. This is a scam. This is a scam. I've been to some of them. I've been to some when it was a scam. I had to say, but I've been to many services, and the guy got up to preach, or he forgot what to preach. His whole way was something was get. That's it. Get. He never told the people how to receive from God. He never told the people how to be delivered. He never, he didn't know that. You can't teach something you don't know. You can't tell people how to come out of being a drag if you never tell them. I'm going to touch you and show you how to help bring them up. You can't do nothing. You can't tell a homosexual how to stop being a homosexual if you have no deliverance power and you ain't never did it. You can't tell a prostitute how to stop prostituting them. That's how I knew You got to be able to tell her away and get out of there and keep up with it. Job of a preacher, a set from God. Our job is to show them how to get out of what they are through Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Oh, ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity? And see, not the reason. See, foolishness. You see, I find out, I think, I hate to say this, but this is true. False prophets love to have a building full of women. So they consider you the most emotional. They go to certain areas and they do these services because they know they can get your emotion. They can get you to jump around and hear you, you need to change. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you something. God does not change. God don't change for none of us. But because some of us want to go around, around in our way to obtain from God, we just stuck in a situation. And I've seen many people go in the services, come out worse than they went. And the problem with some people, they go to church for the wrong reasons. When you go to church for the wrong reasons, you're not coming out for the right reasons. You're going late for the wrong reason, and you're coming out for the wrong reason. Amen. Look at these verses telling us that we turn the glory of God into shame by our action. We turn the glory of God in our lives by our action. The scriptures that lie not against the truth, but they do it. They lie against the truth with their action. They tell you they need to go to church, but they won't live by themselves. And you discourage people. 
who want to live right. You, see, you know, a lot of people would be saved if they had an example. The Bible says, how can they be a preacher except they be saved? You can't tell nobody something you don't know. This is what God was trying to tell him in the psalm. He was asking, why? You don't know what my glory is. But why are you turning it into shame? You sing that song, oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. And that's it. We sing it like a snowman. And it's just a, it's an old-fashioned song. So some of the churches still sing it. Most churches don't even know what it is. They never heard it. A lot of churches, they never heard that song. Oh, how I love Jesus. They don't sing those kinds of songs. Kirk really got the rebuke for his nonsense. He was doing it. He's still trying to justify it. They moved away from the foundation. Not to be you whatever, because they got to keep down the road. This is what the scripture said. Oh, he said to men, how long will you turn my glory into shame?
sent her a fellowship, and sent her a this, and said, you go down, I'm not making this up for check. So you don't know whether it's a church or a You don't know them all. They don't talk about God as God. They don't talk about Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ or not. The pastor, the first thing the pastor will do, when you come up with prayer, people say, you need to go to the doctor. Well, he should pray for you, verse according to the scripture, and then they should go to the doctor. No, they don't do it that way. They don't do it the gospel way no more. The gospel way is the only way we're going to get true delivered from anything. That's, that's how it works. Let's move on. Let's go to John, 1 John 5 and 2. First John. Where'd you go first? I First John five or two. Amen. Amen. Verse 5 and 2, it says, <clears throat> listen to this, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and do what? Keep his commandments. Let me read it one more time. Let it sink in. By this we know we love the children of God when we do what? Love God ourselves. You cannot love God's people if you don't love God. I'm not talking about church folk. I'm talking about the people of God. Because everybody that go to church don't know God. Everybody that go to these big churches, small churches, medium-sized churches, do not know God. So the scripture says here, by this we know that they, and by this we know that we love God, love the church of God, when we love God, and do what? Keep! Keep his commandments. These are why I call me your Lord and don't do the things that I say do. Why call me Jesus? Why say, oh, how I love you? Why call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say do? I'm not talking about me. By this we know that we love the children of God. Some people hate each other so bad in church. I know the story of uh, the church that I was brought up in. This is a sad story. The mother and daughter hated each other and went to the same church. Nobody in the church knew that they were mother and daughter until the mother died. Yeah. When the mother died, the woman come running down the This went on for 20, 30 years. 
went to the same exact church and never parted words. Look at what this scripture says. By this we know that we love the, the children of God when we ourselves love God and keep his commandment. What did Jesus say? <coughs> that we should have love one for another. That we should love our brother and sister. Loving your brother and sister is not a racial thing. You know that? You know, I never agree with all black churches and all white churches. Because <clears throat> there's no such thing in heaven. The Bible says, I want you to listen to this about heaven. I know all these people have all these gigantic revelations about heaven. I went to heaven and I see Jesus and he was walking up and down. I see Moses. And then I went over McDonald's. And then I'm sorry, I heard people say, you're in heaven. They got, what did they have? Um, what's that? Um, Domino's Pizza, they had all oh, they had all the restaurants and stuff that we have down here. I'm like, okay, whatever. And they give it all this great revelation. And then some of them, all of them have it. I went to hell. I fell asleep and I went to hell. And uh, uh, I was walking down the street and I had a revelation. I went straight to heaven. 98% of these people never mention that God is holy. Amen. And he's a man holy. He said, be holy for I am holy. Come on with all the Paul was one of the greatest apostles. He had many revelations from God and experiences with God, but he always said God was holy. And then we had a little holy. The Bible said, get to God and come without repentance. We have to live what we say. This so by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. We're quick, you know what? People are quicker to keep church and religious organization commandments, but won't keep God's. They're quicker to keep what the church says. Tabernacle deliverance, we do have rules. You become a member, we do have rules and regulations because it's in the scripture. But we're supposed to keep God's commandments above everything. Oh, come on. They were supposed to keep God's commandments. Yes, yes. We don't want to keep God's commandments. Well, we, you know what? <clears throat> when it comes down to work, we got to make sure we have to work on time. We got to make sure we're there on time because we want to keep up with the boss said. But when it comes down to church, I'm going to get this as soon as I can. There used to be a time when I first got said people had an urgency and excitement to get to church. They were running the church. They were running the church. We had a blizzard. We had a trade strike. We went to church. I walked from Brooklyn to Jamaica, Queens. God knows how many times that I wanted to be a Christian. I remember one storm that had sort of a bad storm. And people came to church that Sunday, that Friday night. And Pastor Washington had cancer sermon. Oh, he was so sorry that he was trying to repent. He was looking out for the best of the people, but people wanted to come in and glorify God anyway. They wanted to come and give God glory because everybody goes through something different during the week. Everybody's going through something different during the week. Everybody's not going through the same thing. Some of us don't see each other during the week. And someone will be coming to the house of God, we want to praise God. See, when you come to the house of God, you got to come with a mind to get in the service and start worshiping God and 
praise God. I don't know what's wrong with people today. You gotta be, come on, come on, everybody, put your hands together. Come on and praise the Lord. Come on and give God glory. Come on, please. I'm not making nobody praise God. Amen. I'm not. I visited my friend's church last month. I had me a hallelujah time. I don't think nobody else did. I sure did. I went there and praised God and praised God and praised God and praised God and praised God. Why? Because I want to praise God. I can't help nobody else that don't want to praise God. God brings me through. I got to give him glory. You got to learn how to glorify God when you get in your trouble when you get in your trial. But we can know how I want Jesus to become the person of me. But you got to learn how to praise him in the trial. You got to learn how to worry about it all. They just need to try. When it's not, you go to God. Nobody gets there. There's no way in the Bible. I don't care what preacher's saying. There's no way in the Bible says that everything is going to go the way you want now. There's no way in the Bible says that. Today, they teach um, everything is going to be fine. Uh, God is going to do it. I want to explain something to you about that. The reason why churches do not preach Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection simply because it means you're going to go through something. Amen. They don't want to offend the people and tell them that. They don't want to offend them and tell them that you, you really want for God, you're going to go through some trial. So they constantly say, preach all these positive messages to make them feel good. But feel good is not going to get you into eternity. It's not going to get you into heaven you're fooling yourself. It's not. You got to tell people you gonna go through. But the good thing, God can bring you out. Yes. This is what God is trying to get them to understand in this verse. This is how you know you love God's people when you love God. And you keep his commandments. Why? Because we want. Do you know in the scripture in the book of Revelation said that only the same will enter into his kingdom? Oh, yeah. In the new Jerusalem, only saved folks. We only know God by keeping his commandments. You ain't known God by the religious organization you belong to, how much money you give, how often you come to church. None of that nonsense. It does not. It tells us in the word when we keep his commandments. And guess what? You will not know God's commandments until you get the Bible for yourself. Until you start searching that Bible, the Bible says search the scriptures. Even if you think you have eternal life, maybe you'll take the Bible and have it. They can have it. They have religion and not salvation. Anybody can get religion. Today, our churches, they argue over baptism, they argue over this, they argue over that. The Bible says that we ought to keep God's commandments. You can argue over which way you can be baptized. You might, somebody may be teaching you baptized, people won't sign down. I don't know, let me teach you either. We gotta go by what the scripture says. I remember when I was a little boy. I didn't know we didn't, we didn't know nothing about baptism. So my mother brought us to be baptized. And because my sister had no parents, he would baptize her. And it wasn't even baptism enough to make it so bad. He just put a couple of sprinkles of water on you. 
We were old enough to be actually baptized in water. But he didn't do that because he didn't know that because he didn't read Bible. We didn't preach back the years. He didn't preach back the years and still didn't know Jesus Christ as a perfect Savior because he was my godfather, so I know. He didn't know Jesus Christ as a perfect Savior. He didn't even know that's going back to him. He just sprinkled some more. So, I mean, I'm a kid, so he's sprinkled some more. Oh, yeah, whatever. We don't do what God says. We don't keep his commandments. We keep commandments of organizations and jobs. Some wives keep the commandments of their husband. I always make a joke <clears throat> about Moses and Sarah, David, how their wives call them Lord. I don't even try to get my wife to call me Lord. Yeah, I'm dead first. <laughs> Don't you know the Bible calls them Lord? She said, okay, whatever. It's not happening. <laughs> it's funny. The man get upset when he the, the wife don't say what he wants to. It's not happening. Let's forget about it. Let's move on. That's <laughs> funny. But the scripture here tells us how we can know we love God. Two ways. Two ways. And we love God's people. And the only way we can love God's people is to love God. And the second way is to keep his commandments. Amen. When we keep the commandments of the Lord, we will receive his deliverance and his blessings on our life. It's not just something to do. People wonder why they can't win battles. Because you don't put God in charge of your battle. We don't know how to pray. I don't understand that. The church is a place that's full of how to pray. We should be able to teach people how to pray. We should be able to teach people how to fast. I mean, really. We should be able to teach people that. Yeah. But we can't do something. We don't know. We don't know. If I said, if I put a poster on a postcard that I was having free dinner, I bet you this place would be jam-packed. I probably couldn't get into it. I would get no parking street because everybody's coming to eat. I'm gonna have a curry chicken, fried chicken. I'm gonna have everything. I guarantee if I put all that in it and it says put the word free. They come in. I said concert, go some forget some of the concert singers I know, get a quiet couple cars and they come in. But if I say, come on, let's pray, I'm having a prayer meeting, ain't nobody coming. They gonna tell you why they can't come. Car ain't working. I can't find my cat. All kind of crazy stuff. My cat is missing. My dog is acting up today. Oh, I got the food in the refrigerator. I mean, they got everything. This sounds comical, but it's true. They ain't coming. Now, you say constantly, they're coming. And they'll come to the past, you know, there's so much stuff on them outside. I wish I could have came out. I like, just stop by and see what's coming. It's easy. Let's go on to pray. Let's go to Psalms 119 and 97. We need, we need to really understand who God is. For us, not for the people. We need to understand that he doesn't change. I got to constantly say that. I want to listen to one of the sisters uh, that I listen to uh, uh, watch on Sunday morning sometimes. 
And she finally was preaching hard, boy. She was telling me I had to get right with God. She know what trying to say. Keep on, I'm motivated. But she was saying, I know y'all are going to be upset about this. I'm going to tell you that. And she told me we need to get right and stay right. Amen. Look at that verse. Psalm 1997. Oh, how. Oh, how. Love. Oh, how. Love I thy Lord. It is my meditation day and night. Oh, how I love thy Lord. Is that the truth? Is that really the truth in our lives? But we say, oh, how I love Jesus. But the scripture says, oh, how I love thy Lord. It is my meditation all the day. It is my meditation all the day. I think about your word, Lord. I read your word, God. I think about you every day. But when the song says, when they have communion or something, they sing the song, oh, how I love Jesus. And we stand there and we get up and we say, most people get up when they say that. Oh, oh, I love Jesus. Oh, oh, I love Jesus. And all of us are saying, oh, love me, love me. And all of us are saying, why do people lie so much? Love I thy Lord. It is my 
to put yourself in mind. Now, here's the thing I'll tell people. You can find out about people. This one thing I'll tell you. If you really want to know about a person, if they read their Bible, go by them and sit by them and watch them open up the Bible. Because what's going to happen is going to show certain things. Does the world really know what it's going to show? Yes, I know. Eh? The God. Uh-uh. Sister Kimberly, you think you, you have an idea what it's like? Mother Rice? I didn't hear you. She didn't hear you. She didn't hear you. What? Okay. What would it show when the first verse over their Bible? When you're sitting by it? Uh-uh. You know the first thing you're going to see a person that's going to read their Bible that's locked up together. They're going to mock scriptures. They're going to constantly mock scriptures that they read it and remember it. They're going to constantly mock that scripture. That's why the scriptures are, oh, how love I love Ah, it is my meditation all day. You're going to mock that Bible. You will even outgrow the Bible and go to another one. Because you mock it up all the time. Not in the of somebody Bible. You mock it up all the time. Because you see a good scripture and you mock it. You color it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you read another chapter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you write your little notes on the side. If you don't have That's when you meditate upon God's word and you keep in that scripture. Amen. You can tell a person to do that. You know they ain't their Bible. A person that always has a brand new Bible and it's hard to open up because they don't need it. Most people don't even take Bibles with them no more. Everything is electronic. I keep telling y'all, these smartphones, tablets, have batteries in them. The hardcover Bible don't have no battery in it. It's not going to die. It's not going to die. But your smartphone's going to die. Your tablet is going to die. We changed the system because the tablet was dying. It was killing the service. I had to kill it before killing the service. One more scripture. Luke chapter 8. Verse 39. <coughs> Luke 8 39 says, This is the Lord speaking. Return to thy own house and show how great things God has done. Remember we say in our song, Oh, how I love 
Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Now, after we sung that song, look at that verse. It says, Return unto our own house and show how great things God has done unto me. And he went his way and promised about the whole city how great things Jesus has done unto him. Amen. That's something to think about. Amen. The great things the Lord had done. We need to stop singing that song until we live it. We remember to say, oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. You can't know how the Lord loved you until you know him. Until you know the Lord and the pardon of your sins. You don't know him. You know religious formality. You know bring the religious organization coming here on Sunday evening. That's all you know. But until you know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, you don't know him. You can't testify. You can only testify that he had mercy on you. That's all you can do. You can only testify that he won't be allowed you to wake up this morning. It starts on your way. That's all you can testify. But you don't know. But you can accept him as your person to you. You don't know him. We do not know the Lord until we accept him as Savior of our life. And let him become a friend. We sing that song. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What a friend we have. Oh, no. And it happened in the What a friend we have in Jesus. But everybody got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Lord said, Why do these people sing these songs that don't know me? They don't even know me. They don't even understand the name right. That's what they think about. People know God according to something what a preacher said. Did you know that? A preacher can get up and preach something that's not in the Bible, no way to be found. I see it happen. And people say amen. You know what I mean? It really means so be you agree, so you don't even know. The Bible says, search the scriptures. This is something. I have to laugh because people are quick to go somewhere with somebody saying and then look at the word. It's right there. This scripture tells us right here, hey, Luke 8:39. The Lord Jesus told him to return unto thy house and show how great things God has done to me. That's one of the biggest problems we have. Because we don't know God, we can't testify to his goodness. We can't do you know people think they don't have to them up this morning. Many people think they were a long clock woman. I can never testify that about him or not. I can never testify that a long clock was me. You can kiss that goodbye. I can never testify. I can never be able to be able to testify and say, my twelve o'clock woke me up this morning. I can never testify that because I had a hand problem. I had no hair back then. Amen. I used to get over the time got out. It means I lost my job. Because I didn't get up on time to go to work. But when I got up there, I'm trying to catch the bus. Listen, I'm going to tell you about the story. I was just thinking about with me in the bus. One morning, I was trying to catch the bus. The bus driver, when I'm running to get the bus, I'm almost there. 
I'm running. I can see myself the morning God. I'm almost there. I'm not going to be late this morning. So then I got up to the bus. He pulled off. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm out of breath.
Hallelujah. 